folks, and welcome to The Point of Everything. My name is Ono Sullivan, and if you listened to the show last week, you would have heard me lament the fact that I wasn't at Electric Picnic over the weekend. And so for this episode, I wanted to find out how people got on. Did they have, did all of the people have all of the fun? So over the next, ooh, about an hour, I think it's, it's looking like it's about an hour, folks. Just so you know what you're getting yourselves in for. Myself and fellow podcaster Ashling O'Reardon, who was at End of the Road and thus not at Electric Picnic at the weekend, we set about uh, talking to some people and trying to find out how they got on at Electric Picnic. So first up, you're going to hear Paul Savage of O Emperor. Uh, they were playing um, on the Sunday night in the Jerry Fish States. Then Ashling talks to Sunita of Cork Band Shukra and Chris Summers of Cork Band Elastic Sleep. And then I talked to Luke O'Neill of Cork Band Damsel, who uh, opened the Body and Soul stage on the Friday afternoon. And then Ashling talks to Cork DJ Stevie G, who has been at, I don't know, I guess he's been at all of the festivals. Uh, so there's lots of um, lots of bands discussed. There's, there's a couple of uh, similar opinions, I guess. Everybody seemed to say Tame Impala were one of the best of the weekend. I think most people mentioned Blur as well as being a highlight. And so, yeah, after after Stevie, then you're going to hear a uh, fellow, fellow podcaster, uh, Keelan Sherlock, talking to Ashling about their respective experiences. Keelan was at uh, a lecture picnic um, over the weekend and he wasn't too impressed by it. And he talks to Ashling, who was uh, thoroughly bowled over by End of the Road over in England. So it sounds like if you want an alternative to electric picnic then by all means consider uh going to uh salisbury i think it is uh, early bird tickets are already on sale i think early bird tickets for the electric picnic are going on sale shortly as well um i, I was looking at golden plaque i got sent a link for um a piece on golden plaque that they put up it's just uh, a ton of pictures it's called humans of electric picnic 2015 yeah it's just uh various punters in various um attire and pulling various faces uh over the course of the weekend and it's funny seeing how it uh how it how it goes there's a guy in an absolutely fabulous bright baby blue sh- uh suit and he looks like he's having the time of the life drinking a beer right next to a bin and he says uh this is my this this is my 12th picnic as ever the crowds get younger and i get older it's still a bit special though and i'll still dance the pants off those kids there's a guy in orange suit then. His friend, obviously, it's an, another magical suit. Man, I need to get myself one of these suits. Um, he says, I work in Amsterdam, but I came over for electric picnic. I've been enjoying telling women that. I've seen some stuff here that I could never repeat in a million years, not even to you. And there's a couple of uh, girls uh, posing in front of... Um, <laughs> is that a guy? No, that can't be a guy having a wee, is it? Anyway, <laughs> you can you can find out for yourself and let me know. Um, they, their quote is, I saw the biggest pair of boobs ever earlier, out of the bra. I've never seen ones as big before. So that uh, gives you a taster, I guess, of um, what's to come on the show and what was at Electric Picnic over the weekend. So first of all, we're going to talk to, um, I talked to Paul Savage of O Emperor. They played Sunday night at Electric Picnic. So he was playing the oh, what's it called the Jerry Fish stage. So I asked him how he got on. It was great, yeah. It was a it was a good crowd there, and it was um, they were definitely lively by Sunday at nine o'clock. So um, well, I mean, we we were kind of half worse for wear, half kind of <laughs> running on a kind of a false energy, which is you know kind of makes you a little supple for a gig. So um, <laughs> it was uh, it was an enjoyable one, yeah, yeah. Have you played uh, Electric Picnic before? I presume you guys have. Yeah, we've, uh, I guess, I think this is our third time playing it now. So it, we're kind of, we're well used to it. And it's, um, it is a great weekend. I mean, it, it definitely lives up to being one of the best festivals in Europe. And it's it's just, it's really well run. And, and there's such a nice kind of atmosphere at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people were saying this year they've noticed it, it like it has gone up in numbers. So you you kind of do notice that extra five or ten thousand that they've gone up by um but it's you know it's still a good thing there's there's a great atmosphere there and it's it's kind of it's still it's still i think contained and nicely contained within itself it yeah. hasn't kind of blown it out of proportion you know just yet so and and like you got a good crowd as well at the jerry yeah. first stage 
Yeah, it was great crowd. Um, it was it was a great little tent that Jerry's put on. Kind of a lot of the kind of Irish acts were kind of there, and it was there was a great atmosphere there. Like kind of watching other bands, like Mick Flannery was on after us, and so um, RSAG and uh, Ham Sandwich Fight Like Apes. So they, it was there was a great crowd in there for all the the two days that I was up there anyway I, there was a great crowd yeah. in there yeah did it feel like the Irish bands were kind of uh, contained in there or was it just kind of, you know like should they have been kind of varied around the place or was it just like that's how um, that's how it happened it, I mean it would certainly have been nice to have to kind of ha- I think some of those acts deserve to be on the bigger stages um, I mean that's that's kind of another kind of debate really but um yeah, I mean, you know, there was, yeah, like even on After Us, there was like the stripes were on there and stuff. And I, in a way, I, it's kind of a nice thing if you have, if you have bands that are all different sizes, some have just kind of, you know, gone massive like the stripes. And then some have been going for years like ourselves <laughs> or or like Fight Like Apes. And I I think it's, it's a nice thing about Electric Picnic where you can actually go and see a band in a small little tent and have a really good atmosphere and it's not always kind of um you have to see a band in a big massive tent with like five other five thousand other people yeah, yeah i think that's a nice thing you can kind of catch these kind of secret gigs or these kind of smaller kind of weird things and even you know we go to the salty dog and you see a band at two o'clock in the morning that it's going to be a different gig than them playing at three o'clock in the evening on a big stage that's a little bit more um, has a little bit more kind of f- something more formal about it when you're on a big stage and you get to see him in the woods at three in the morning it's kind of it's a nicer atmosphere so yeah yeah it's it's cool that the Irish bands and other bands were kind of dotted around and and um, just popping up in weird places yeah so you were saying beforehand that you weren't able for the three days you guys went up on the on the Saturday so yeah. like what what did you see on the on the Saturday and the Sunday I guess that you were impressed by or or not impressed by uh saturday i saw uh mac demarco which i was i've been listening to him for the last couple of weeks and that, that was cool to see him um i saw i saw blur um they were good i mean they they did exactly what you expect blur to do kind of just you know lash out yeah. the hits and stuff and were, were you hoping for more it sounds like you're kind of like yeah they were good it could have been better sort of thing. Um, you know I've, i'm never i wasn't kind of they they weren't my kind of main childhood band, um, but uh, I mean you know if it had been I guess it would have been Radiohead I would have been a bit more kind of they they were my childhood band or you know so yeah. Blur I can kind of go yeah it's Blur cool you know and yeah. and they have some really good moments but it was you know it was just kind of cool that's that's Blur <laughs> yeah um, they also I, got like the biggest crowd like it, it, look, it just looked huge yeah i mean i don't know maybe everybody who played the main stage just got huge a huge crowd because of the numbers that were there this year they did yeah i mean you could you could kind of see that there was big numbers but um it it's still it was still nice it's you could still like walk up to the front if you wanted to okay Um, so it it, there's big numbers but it wasn't completely like herded in like cattle so it was it was it was nice yeah, on Sunday I saw. Well, I was always looking forward to seeing Tame Impala. They were the one. They're yeah, they were the ones that I wanted to see the kind of the most, and uh, Pond as well, which is kind of another kind of offshoot of them. Um, they were on at three o'clock, and then Tame Impala. So it was, yeah, our our kind of gig was like <laughs> we played our gig and then just packed up all our stuff really quickly and tried to throw it out into the van and get down for them. So. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of mainly Sunday, which um, they were the kind of two ones I saw. And there's someone else I'm like, uh, I kind of I, I miss battles. I really wanted to see them. I think that was Saturday. I'm trying to remember now what day yeah, they were on. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool as well. What what kind of person like at a festival are you? Are you the type who kind of like makes a note of the bands you want to see, or like do you stick rigidly to a timetable, or are you like just kind no. of wander and see? <laughs> No, I, at this stage, I, I really don't. I don't really care. Like, I, I probably, there's probably like one or two bands that I really want to yeah. see. And I'll make sure to see them. And after that, I really don't care what, like, you know, you, you kind of stick the head in and see about 10 minutes or something. And then you wander off and go somewhere else. And I, yeah, I yeah. just, you kind of, you can't really be that strict about it unless you are like 
writing reviews for a blog or something and you have to go see all the 10 bands that you were assigned yeah. to see but <laughs> that, is, that is the way that I go about <laughs> yeah I guess that can be stressful as well like yeah but no I, you, you definitely just have to take it as it comes and the, the, the handy thing about Electric Picnic is that things are actually quite close so you could actually pop out from one tent to the other and you know over the course of two hours you could actually see most of what's on a little bit of everything yeah so um Actually, I, I saw the Rubber Bandits on Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah? That was... I they, they were... Just yeah. wandering around, like, or...? We actually kind of... We saw... Me and a couple of friends saw that they were on, and there was kind of nothing really that we were too kind of overly impressed by going to see at that time. We went down to see him, and I thought it was fantastic. And it was actually one of the main... One of those kind of surprises of the weekend where you're like, that was actually one of the best things I saw all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was great. I've never seen him live or anything, but um, yeah, it was fantastic. It's I really guess cool. that's that's probably like the goal of a festival like Electric Picnic to yeah. see something that you know you wouldn't normally see. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, and you know, yeah, to see something in a in a live setting was 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 cool like that. Yeah. You know? Um, I was saying before we started uh, recording that you guys had a busy summer. Like I, I saw you guys supporting um, Beck yeah. back in the Marquee. That was, seems like years ago almost at it that stage. Actually, and like yeah. since then you've just had, I th- I feel like you've been at tons of festivals. Uh, we've been at one or two. I, w- I wouldn't be as kind of, I mean, you look at some bands <laughs> like schedules for the summer and it's actually busy so <laughs> i wouldn't uh i wouldn't say we've been overly oh, okay. active but uh we, we've 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 played a couple this year and we're we're kind of i guess between we've been kind of like hopping between playing and then recording um in the studio so it's it's been busy enough like we've we've kind of managed to get about you know 15 or 16 kind of new tracks up and running um so that's that's been busy for us as well the last couple of weeks and then in November we're going to go back out uh, and try and tour those new songs that's kind of I guess the whole thing is just kind of building up for maybe what's to come of a new album so it's the start of the kind of cycle again that will hopefully bring us up to next summer <laughs> playing some festivals um, but yeah we're, we're excited about the new stuff it's going to be um it's going to be a little bit different, I think, than what we've done before, and we're trying to work on the actual show itself, kind of bring in visuals and bring in something a little bit more, um, you know, kind of just just expand the whole kind of live set and, and the whole um, atmosphere of the thing. So we're excited about that. Hello, you're listening to The Point of Everything. This is Ashley Reardon. I'm here with Chris Summers, a punter of Electric Picnic, and Sunita Apia-Kurang, um, performer at Electric Picnic. So I think, Sunita, we'll start with you. Um, you were playing with your band Shukra uh-huh. on the Sunday morning. How was that? Yeah, it was great. It was a nice old slot. We were on the Body and Soul main stage at one till half one. So, yeah, it was a... A nice kind of short and sweet slot, but um, hopefully something that got everyone spruced up for the day ahead. Uh, a lot of a lot of soothing souls, I imagine, at that time. Yeah, well, I mean, like we deduced just from the very fact that we've been to the festival and we also intended on somewhat enjoying ourselves that everyone would be a bit delicate, <laughs> um, a little bit lost. So we were hoping not to be lost or at least find each other and then play the right things at the right time <laughs> and get everyone going. Which I think we did, and it was all very good. And um, yeah, we had a nice little, nice little reception, nice little chilled out crowd. Yeah, good, good, good. That's a really good stage, I think, especially yeah. for during the daytime because you've got that kind of hill slope down to it. So it means that at nighttime when it's packed, you can like stand off the back and see everything's going on. Mm. But during the day, you can just like bam out on the hill. Yeah, it takes and on different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's like really suitable for a lot of different things. Um, and so did you, were you there for the entire weekend? Yeah, well, I got down um, on the Friday evening and, yeah, eased into it. But, uh, yeah, m- most of the rest of the lads were there for, for most of it, except for Emma, our drummer, um, who had a wedding and stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, great, great weekend overall. Um, it was jam-packed. It was the most jam-packed that I remember Electric Picnic being. And mm. it jam-packed in terms of, like, you know, density of people there and also just the the volume of music that was going on which was great you had loads of options basically in every direction of music i think mostly um 
yeah so yeah got to see and actually like of the things I was looking forward to seeing beforehand they they delivered and being good but I did a lot of just meandering around and exploring and finding out loads of different things I wouldn't or I would have vaguely heard of but not associated with sound with and it was really great everyone really came together and made it a show-stopping event good 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 would you agree with that Chris as a punter of the weekend uh, wholeheartedly yes um, yeah there was I, I felt it was maybe a bit overcrowded at times um, and some of the facilities weren't as kind of well maintained as they should have been but they're kind of small complaints I guess when you consider the magnitude of the festival and how many people were there and, and what was going on but uh, generally there was kind of like a helping hand at every turn if you were lost and um, people were very friendly very receptive um, all things told it was yeah it was a really great weekend um, and uh, well worth the money um, I suppose, yeah, because it is their first year with this amount of capacity. Like, there are going to be teething issues, like, with, mm. you know, I presume. I, I wasn't there, so I can't really say for sure. But with the toilet facilities and that kind of stuff, I can imagine they could have been a bit rough. But, um, so, what did you go see? What was good? What was bad? What was indifferent? Ooh, uh, you don't have to answer all those at the same time either. Um, <laughs> what did I go and see? Friday was pretty much just kind of touching base with friends and 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 setting up so I didn't really see anything at all on Friday but um yeah we were up nice and, and bright Saturday and I checked out Mac DeMarco it was really good I've kind of been um he's he's lovely he's lovely yeah and the band really great there was just a, it was he was on like at around four like half three or four or something that's a like good that. good time for good him time, like yeah. kind of very chilled out totally. peace and love I'd say it was like he absolutely jammed it was, yeah, 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 it was. It was like, yeah, I think he was on in the electric arena or something like that. Because, like, he hasn't played Ireland in, like, three years since he's, like, exploded. So yeah. I just imagined that as being, like, every person who's yeah. discovered him over the past two years being there. Totally, and it was interesting because I had come to hear of Matt Marco just through work, loads of people throw him on or whatever. Hmm. So, yeah, it was kind of, you know, yeah, just exposed to his music just impartially or whatever but um there was yeah there was a nice mix of demographic of people there like Good. young and old and like just to- like heads that I just would not expect or I don't know if categories of people anyway are way more dilutable anyway these days but just yeah just standing there and being like ah oh, go figure like he's appealing to loads of different people that I would not mm. really assume you know would listen to him uh, and he delivered he delivered he was charismatic he was funny the band played well um there was a really lovely chemistry between them. Everything was like played, you know, mm. like according to the music that you hear or whatever, the mm. recorded music. And, you know, of course, they brought their own personal touches to it live and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was just it was actually just like a very pleasant afternoon. You know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is really lovely. Everyone's having a nice time. They're vibing with us. We're vibing with them. You know, let's all just drive off into the sunset there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was good. It was good. And then... Yeah, who else did I check out on Saturday? God, was that on Saturday? Battles. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to. I'm trying to join the dots between what happened in the afternoon. I don't really have to do that with this because evening. I don't yeah. want to stretch your brain because it's still quite soon after the festival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My brain has been stre- stretched. I'm trying to bring it back to like a normal shape again. Um, Mac Mark was really good. Saw Battles. Saw Mets. Uh, FKA Twigs. I'm, oh, I'm naming all the like highlights. Basically, are the ones that like really stuck. Tame Impala. Tame Tame Impala. Silk as well. Local cork oh, band. Oh, lovely. Three piece. You 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 take it over there and tell people what, what they are. Kind of like uh, vaudeville. Um, Kurt Vile, not the contemporary Kurt Vile, but the original one. Brecht meets Bjork in a kind of a, a trad session. Really, well, really that's good. quite that's quite a soundbite for them right there. <laughs> yeah, gotta be concise, you know, at this, uh, this in this consumers market. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they played some uh, some gorgeous music over the weekend. I caught one of their their three gigs and uh, very excited to, to to see them again. And uh, who else? Yeah, Mets were a real highlight. I couldn't get over that. That was just like just the intensity of it was uh, was was something else. I guess I know. I kind of felt I, this sounds strange, but I kind of felt appreciative of like the larger bands that I saw because. Like future, you know, went to see Future Islands, um, mm. girl band, uh, Tame Impala, and uh, a whole f- host of others, uh, and you could just kind of like tell it was just that time of year where, you know, these these bands have obviously been touring and doing festivals all through the summer, and it's kind of like at the tail end of it. And some of the bands I would have seen before, and I could just tell that they had to put a bit more fight in because it was just like you know, mm. 
being really having you know been really worn down by their touring schedules or whatever and I was just like no I just felt very appreciative of like how much of an effort like the, the bands that I kind of really enjoyed put in uh, to make the show like as you know the shows as good as they could be for for the fans because I know I've been to I've, I've seen Blur uh, that was my third time seeing them and uh, you know I've, I've seen them in front of an unresponsive crowd once upon a time what? Uh, How d- could you be non-responsive to Blur? Uh, if you're from Dublin City Centre and you've nothing oh, better to do than go shit. to see them in Kilmainham <laughs> Royal Hospital Grounds on a Thursday because you've fuck all else to do. Uh, Jesus, that, Damon Albarn really tried to like pull it together for that whole show, but like the rest of the band just weren't having it. They like they, you know, the crowd applauded for Country House, but Electric Picnic. <laughs> Um, that was it Electric Picnic they you know you could see there was a real connection between uh, the fans who'd come up to see them uh, and the band and it was just like I know it was a little bit magical and just very impressive overall just I suppose like the, the calibre the, the acts that I saw was just like mm. kind of very you know very high very impressive it's like oh wow so this is what a show is as mm. opposed to a gig or as opposed to you know going to see you know a, a band or whatever in you know downtown it was just like wow this is like top tier stuff yeah well it even felt a, l- a little bit like it was even a bit different to what you would expect of them in like uh, a music venue context as well you know um like mm-hmm. i'd seen most deaf in the academy like last november and then i saw him live as well and yeah, like yeah it's, it's interesting just to yeah it was great like i mean like the the set was actually more or less very much the same but there was just more of a vibrancy about him and there's you, you just kind of you take you know you take note of how a band or a, a singular artist kind of adapts themselves to a live context and to like you know a place where there's basically you're contesting with like 20 other gigs happening exactly mm. at your mm. slot so you want to make it worth people's while to be there for you um and so yeah in that respect then it's just kind of like you're just taking you're taking account of like you're enjoying your time on a surface value like you know at a surface level where you're just like enjoying the music and you you know you've an attachment to the Irish or whatever but like also it's just kind of like okay so this is like this is what you bring to like a live element in a festival or this is what makes it that like extra bit special for someone that's like receiving it you know on the other end so yeah no in fairness I couldn't really fault um, the lineup and also how the subjects develop, delivered on the musical end they really Put, put you know the work and in. how how do you because have you you've both been to electric picnic previous have you yeah mm-hmm. yeah how do you think this year compared to previous years just with the you've kind of touched on it a little bit but like with the capacity change you know there's a lot like even an extra eight thousand people that's a lot of people so how do you think it compared and and like the way you kind of see it heading in the next few years because I all I kind of get a feeling especially after this weekend because they're already talking about upping capacity for next year that it's like they're trying to turn it into like a mini Glastonbury of Ireland or something which yeah. if it's done right it'll be great but it's like does Ireland need hmm. a mini Glastonbury I suppose there's probably a little bit of pressure on Electric Picnic anyway to try and up its ante in any case because like I've just noticed in the last two or three years there's been a spring of loads of like smaller scale festivals that kind of mm. cater to or facilitate like a smaller niche of people's desires musically or just in terms of like a vibe that they want to enjoy over a weekend. You know, you've got like Longitude, Castle Palooza, Body and Soul, uh, Forbidden Fruit, Knock and Stockin' like way smaller ones again that maybe wouldn't necessarily surface in terms of everyone's radar of what what effect you know like sea sessions up up north and stuff so like basically there's like there's probably probably about 10 festivals now that you can go to spread out between february to maybe november or something where, you know, like that so it, there's this kind of something that kind of caters to everyone's desire and so in that respect i can see economically why they'd want to keep the appeal of Electric Picnic like this is the one big you know Irish festival that is worth going to if you're going you know if you're going to go to a festival um in terms of what I'd be looking for from a festival vibe I like I felt it I I I thought it was a lovely festival and everyone was very contained or rather like even though they weren't contained it wasn't messy but um but I could see it yeah I could see I could see there being a a bit of cause for for worry for other years just Mm -hmm. because uh yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seems like it could invite a lot of chaos upon itself. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know. Maybe the lineup and what, like, like I felt like maybe to some degree the the type of people that were there this year was also dictated by like what music was going to be going on there and what you know Very what what so, the scene yeah. was. So yeah. to some degree, there is a like a, a possibly a mentality attached to that where people just want to go and have a good time and find they want to like loosen up, you know, loose 
Um, loosen up a bit but you know at least they're they're still enjoying their time whereas if it kind of becomes this huge expansive thing that's trying to cater for everyone's tastes and maybe there's a clash in in the kind of people that you have there that probably would you know have room for a bit of chaos and and possibly not as good a time as other years Um, just to finish up there now I've had strict timeline rules on this but um, so what's what's next for Shukra? Shukra are working hard. We've been writing loads of songs pretty much most of the year um, with the view to release an EP early next year, possibly March or April. Uh, possibly another similar kind of idea of like a four or five track EP. Um, something similar, but also definitely different. We've progressed on. We've kind of sat into being Shukra and we're, we're more comfortable with what that sound is going to be for the next season. So, um, Yep, so we're playing Sounds from a Safe Harbour at the end of September, the Clonakilty Guitar Festival. And all next weekend, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Exactly, yeah, come down to Cork, it should be a laugh. Um, there'll be loads of things happening, including us somewhere in the middle of it all. Um, but yeah, yeah, loads, loads, loads of projects to come. Um, it's just a case of we're taking our time and trying to dedicate the right time and treatment to it. Great. Thank you so much, Chris and Sunita, for chatting to us. Um, next up is uh, someone else talking to someone else. Okay, so joined now by Luke O'Neill, a.k.a. Damsel. Hello. Uh, you were uh, the first band on an electric picnic? Was, was that first at the body and soul stage first anyway. in the body and soul yeah. stage like four, four, four fifteen on friday yeah uh how'd you get on first of all i guess was this your first uh gig as damsel yeah this was the first one uh yeah we got on fine yeah we've just been uh practicing the same half hour set for the um preceding two weeks yeah no it went pretty well yeah and it's a, it's a cool stage there as well and all the people there are great and everything um you uh played it as well last year like when you were the careers mm, um yeah. was there any any like noticeable differences uh with your set i guess or with the crowd or anything like that um well the yeah i mean the set the the songs narrow a little uh not quite as uh rocking <laughs> <laughs> they're a little uh we've set the rock aside yeah yeah just for a while now anyway but um we, we had a decent enough crowd the weather was better this time. It was raining, I remember, last year. That wasn't oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, it was good. For so early in the day, it was a decent enough crowd. You know, I was happy enough with so it. So what time did you guys have to, like, be up there on Friday? Uh, oh, well, we left pretty early, but there's traffic and everything and closed roads or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Um, was it worse this year, actually? I heard some people talking about, like hours and hours of delays getting in yeah i heard some bad stuff it wasn't too bad for us we had to do a few loops around and just you know whatever it wasn't too bad anyway you just have to endure it the first day yeah I think. yeah yeah um and you stuck up for the full weekend camping yeah got the full weekend out of it it was pretty good yeah. yeah yeah and so what did you see i guess what did i see i've got it here <laughs> <laughs> Well, the first day, I missed a few good things on the first day. Like, I missed Grace Jones. I heard that was so good. Uh, all I heard about Grace Jones, well, from the arts editor of The Examiner, I heard uh, she was the best topless 67-year-old hula hooping <laughs> person on stage over the weekend. Yeah. So you hear something like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I heard stuff like that. Man, I should have gone see Grace yeah, Jones. Yeah. Was, it, was it just that, like, you were so... Um, uh, focused on your set and stuff and like then you had to disassemble everything we had to set up our tents after that and everything you know i just it was a bit of a ordeal so, i mean you know but uh um yeah i mean there's just so much on there I and mean, you could say like it's too much too much good stuff going on that uh and it's all so far apart a lot of the time you have to make some sacrifices yeah you're gonna make some mistakes and stuff because you were saying beforehand like it felt really really big like di- did the um amount of people make a difference it was forty-seven thousand this year yeah like the gates to get into the main arena sometimes were just as big queues and everything and to go from like the campsite yeah yeah but uh yeah i think it was maybe a little longer await this year you know in the queues and everything they're probably a little bigger it's a bit noticeable i can't remember how much they upped the capacity by but yeah 
I think you'd notice. Right. And so and so yeah, who did you who did you enjoy over the weekend? Who did I enjoy? I saw some good stuff. Uh on the first side I saw Shamir. Or was that the, that was the second night? I anyway, think that was Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. It was like three AM. Yeah, that was a lot of fun because I had only listened to the album a little bit before. But yeah, the songs came across pretty well live. It was on the body and soul stage. It was, it was good. It was cool, a cool yeah. crowd, yeah. So uh, parquet courts as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of crazy crowd. A lot of uh, pits, you know. Really? Just, yeah, yeah. Like constantly, every yeah. song. <laughs> every time I think of Electric Picnic, I don't really think of mosh pits or anything. No, I wouldn't. I Like that was the only one I, re- I was really... Uh, involved in <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah were you the instigator of the mosh pit? i wasn't no i don't <laughs> know who was instigated that one but it just lasted the entire time i'd say yeah even for like the, some of the slower songs it was a fair bit of it crowd surfing and everything wow. at one point he was trying to exercise his uh power over an audience and he told you have to kiss three people around you it's just a bunch of dudes you know <laughs> <laughs> you know just sweaty dudes well, i don't want to kiss that oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was good. It was so much fun. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say maybe my favorite might have been Tame Impala on the last night, though. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I'm just a big Tame Impala fan. And it was just a great set. Were you, would you have been like a big fan of the of like all the albums or like was it the new one that kind of really... I'd say it was Lonerism, the second album, that oh, okay. really got me. But uh, I, do in, I do like the new one and the first one. But yeah, anytime a song off Lonerism came on, yeah. Yeah. Um, like first of all, was the sound good for him? And was it? I don't know if you've seen them before. I see, I've seen them once before in the Olympia. Okay, so like for this album, it seems like uh, you know, it's very focused on Kevin Parker. Yeah. I don't I don't know if live is it like that? Is it kind of you know Kevin Parker pl- plus friends, or is it still kind of like a band type of it experience? It seems like more of a band experience live because yeah, he does all the stuff in the studio, right? I think yeah, because I think they like develop the songs a bit on the tour and they all kind of uh okay contribute maybe a little more and they go into jams and everything which is good you know i think it's good that all the musicians are present in a performance yeah rather than a recital you know yeah so so the kind of um uh deviates from the recorded material uh yeah yeah the songs would kind of go into these you know tangents (laughs) i suppose but yeah Yeah. it was good it's good cool still kind of stay true to the songs i suppose and you were saying you saw Villagers? Villagers, too. yeah. Your first time good. seeing Villagers? Yeah, I'd never seen them yeah. before, yeah. It was good, yeah. Um, it was in the electric arenas. I think it's the biggest tent that's there. And uh, it's quite a soft kind of... Uh, apparently this store, he's playing it a bit quieter or softer than usual. And uh, some of the outside noise was bleeding in from... And that was a bit off-putting. D- did it put uh, Connor off at all like was he kind of drawing attention to it or no yeah he didn't really no he, i don't think he drew any attention to it uh maybe he couldn't hear it so much on stage or something but um well he probably could <laughs> no no it, it was it was a good set uh he got everyone on the floor at one point just sitting down and closing their eyes which is fairly you know impressive for such <laughs> a large crowd it sounds like you had a very um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not sensual, but like you're, you know, what parquet courts are telling you to kiss sweaty dudes inside <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Connor is telling you to sit down and close your eyes with like yeah. thousands of other people. <laughs> sensual, right? Yeah. Were, were any other bands like telling you? <laughs> you, no, know, yeah, you we're just slaves to these people yeah, on yeah. stage. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you should do that like. Uh, <laughs> if you're asked back next year, you're just like trying. I don't know. I don't know if I could exercise that kind of power. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else that like stands out from the festival? Um, acts or just um, anything really? Like, I mean, did you see Blur or anything like? I that? saw s- most of Blur. Yeah. Um, they drew. They drew a huge crowd. Yeah, saw a it was huge. Yeah, and they're they're pretty good too. You know. I, yeah, I thought it was good. I just wanted to see a few songs that, you know. Yeah. Like I like Tender and stuff like that, you know. The just festival so. song. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah, it was real festival kind of. Yeah. Is that like the moment? Big headliner. Because that, that was on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, I think so. 
was that like the moment where you were like, ah, oh, this is electric picnic, you know, this is, <laughs> this is the moment. Yeah, I suppose that's the thing. That's the stuff you see on the TV with festivals, you know, those big headliner bands playing the hits and everything. Mm. So yeah, it's good to have that as well, you know. And we go back next year. You weren't put off for anything by by the size of the crowd next year because I presume it's it's going to up again. I suppose it's only going to keep going. It's yeah, not. Um, I'd go again next year. Yeah, because so many people, like everyone I know, you know, was just going there. I I can't imagine. Uh, like I'd feel pretty left out. I think <laughs> you know it's because yeah. it's such a national uh, event. It's like yeah. everyone between certain ages is just there you know yeah it just seems like uh there comes a point in the summer where everybody just starts talking about the picnic i guess yeah you're like it's it's crazy really yeah maybe that's why i felt so like left out (laughs) (laughs) it's just because you know everybody just asks you oh you're going to elect picnic yeah no no not this year yeah (laughs) this year uh so yeah so what's next now for damsel that you can tell us i guess uh, plug stuff yeah yeah, yeah pl- <laughs> plug away well um got an ep coming out um yeah so just kind of working on that it'll be about five songs i think it's gonna be uh, i got two of the songs up already and just three more and uh yeah playing this friday in Collins supporting August Wells. G Man cool presents August yeah. Wells. Yeah, that's right. Not Orson Wells, who I called <laughs> before Orson we started Wells, recording. Yeah. Which would be a pretty special game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's is that that's only gonna be like your second second show, yeah. And it's um I'm kinda I'm just on my own because it's only two of the people from August Wells playing. So that's a first as well. I've never like played Oh right. You know, just guitar and voice. Wow. Yeah. So no no nerves, you know, just get the people to kiss each other. Yeah, that would be weird. I think that's a little maybe too intimate a show <laughs> to ask yeah. something like that. People just stop. <laughs> Everything stops and they're like, what? You can't go into a quiet song after making people <laughs> do that, you know. Uh, all right, Luke. So thanks a lot. Cool. And Thank you. yeah, I'm sure we'll talk soon yeah. again. Welcome back to The Point of Everything. Um, I'm Ashton Gordon and I'm here with Stevie G. And we're going to talk some more about Electric Picnic. So, Stevie, you were up there this weekend and you did a number of gigs, I believe. TPOE for life. <laughs> yeah, I did a few. Um, starting on Friday, we did a little thing in the Body and Soul called Glass House, which is a bunch of Galway people from Electric. And they, they ran a cool little pl- spot called Glass House down at um, Body and Soul Festival. And they did the same thing on uh, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. And it was cool. It was, as you would imagine, a glass house. Oh, very good. And they had uh, a DJ set up and cocktails. So that was it. Uh, like, when we did it on Friday, now it wasn't that busy. But it, it was it was pretty good. Um, I think it was pretty kicking there all weekend. And they're all good, good heads. So that was Friday, and I, on Saturday I did my main one, which is like the Bacardi area, area, which, I mean, they're a big, huge kind of brand who've been doing the electric picnic for 10 years. I think I did their first one, and again, it's like they have their sound, whatever, it's like disco house thing. I ended up changing it up a little bit, because it can get a bit, like, it just is 4 by 4 music, but I ended up kind of just dropping down in the middle of it to kind of R&B for half an hour. To just change it was a beautiful Saturday afternoon, but it was a great gig because these guys are real proper operators. Like they do put a bit into their music and their lineup, and the stage setup is brilliant. And one of my singers, Christiana, one of our singers on the label, came and did our new track, and it was class. But it was beautiful, sunny between three and five on a Saturday, so that was absolutely classic. I really enjoyed that. Then on Sunday, just I got asked at the last minute to do another another uh, cider. They're called Orchard Thieves they put together something very much at the last minute I was expecting it to be a bit whatever like but it was actually good because there was loads of people there and I just played what I wanted for three hours <laughs> so I enjoyed that as well but yeah it's a, I, I enjoyed um, obviously playing at the festival the main thing is you get your ticket like mm. and you might get a few bob here and there for some gigs after but getting up to a festival like that for free is the main thing because at one stage you know when it sells out four or five months ago I mean I would have always angled my way anyway but <laughs> it was 
It was pretty good. Well, yeah, what's great about the Bacardi Arena, especially, I think, is that, like, um, I didn't see you there this year, but I saw you there last year, but they seem to kind of, like, really um, stick with the kind of Irish acts and they kind of book the same people year to year and they kind of, it's like, it's not really development because, like, all the, all the people are established, but it seems to be that they're kind of, they're working on it with the artists and the area because it is a major staple of the middle of, of Electric Picnic now, yeah. like, it's... Position. I mean, position um, of these things makes such a difference. I mean, Jerry Fish plays there now. He's pushing a load of Irish acts and a load of other acts mm. too. But I think they're mainly Irish acts, to be honest. But his, the, where it is, is just an amazing place. And it's one thing I found this year that, like, even with, like, I know I played an art chip last year. You were there. Mm. There was um, even one of my friends, DJ Mech, played there this year. And, like, art chip is great after 12 o'clock or yeah, whatever but before yeah. that it's very hard to get people so it just depends where certain things are and I mean when it comes to the big brands like Bacardi as I say they've invested in it for a long time uh, Red Bull for example who've done loads for music they've they've got their own kind of thing going in the forest but this year it was really noticeable like that everything there was just big branded stages everywhere and like Electric Ireland and I can't even remember but there's loads of cigarette e-cigarette places and and it was almost a bit overwhelming I I can see why like Heineken if they're big sound atlas or whatever and there's tons of other stuff and to be honest it does bring a bit of the kind of if you want to be snobbish about it bring a bit of the oxygen crowd into certain places where there's more EDM but it was almost a bit overwhelming and I know a lot of people did think it did take from the picnic as a whole uh, personally, I think it's probably right, but I do think it's a, a necessary evil. Mm. If you're lifting capacity and if you're paying for extra stuff, you you kind of got to do. So. And to be honest, stuff is easy to avoid, mm. so uh, mm. it didn't really bother me too much. But it's, it probably didn't look as pretty as previous years. But that's the way it goes when when things get bigger, you know. I do think, though, as regards to the size, I thought it was going to be a bit too packed, and I didn't notice that it was like I wasn't in the main campsite or anything but I didn't notice any time when I thought it was overly packed anywhere, so that was good. Um, there was plenty of room, and there wasn't major queues for toilets and food, as far as I can see, anyway. Uh, so it was good in that regard. Um, other things then, um, with regarding body and soul, I think it definitely, like obviously it's always a good place to go in the day, but I think there was definitely a feeling that it was hard to get people in there till after, like everything was closed that was a bit of a concern that's I know madness. that's always been the way in yeah. a way but I did notice that there was some brilliant acts on a Sunday night that I thought were getting lost now some of it could be to do with I'm sure when Bonnie and Sol are putting their lineup together it's hard like for example Young Wonder now they're friends of mine I was, I was obviously going to mm-hmm. see them um, but like they were up against FK Twigs Florence and Machine Tame and Pala right, and stuff like okay. that it's, it's kind of yeah. hard to compete against that when sim- especially when you have a similar sound to some of those acts are a similar vibe in some degrees but yeah. that's that's festive that's the way it goes you know what i mean mm. i'm sure there, there was tons of stuff that like i was even looking at a review of it yesterday and i didn't even know, know half the acts were <laughs> that were being reviewed were on up there so part of it is just go with the flow and you're in, like at a festival you're you're gonna get to see but you're gonna get to see stuff and miss stuff but uh, i do think the highlight definitely the spatio yeah, or yeah pistachios we were calling it <laughs> was great and it was amazing I and mean, it was quite ironically in the middle of like one of these amusement arcades that were just banging out like edm and stuff but it was <laughs> this purpose-built place that was just incredible and it wasn't about like like obviously big names like james murphy and people were there but they were almost like just in the corner just doing their thing brilliant sound system and i was lost in there for four hours on saturday night and yeah, and I can't remember the too much details, but I do remember it was brilliant. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And a big addition. I mean, everyone, I think, agreed that it was a really good contribution. And it was to um, rolling with the ethos of the festival and yes, what yes, music yes. is about. Because like, obviously things are quite big now. I did notice, like, from talking to a lot of people over the weekend, there would have been a lot more people, like, like... I'm not really like I'm just here for the first time I might go and see Florence and Machine I might go see Blur like there was so there was a lot more people with more of a passing interest were just going which is cool as well like you know because I mean as far as I'm concerned like the more people into stuff that like you bring people through the mainstream or whatever way it is into I'm sure some of those people ended up at Body and Soul or ended up at seeing some mad cool underground bands or not mm-hmm. cool underground bands or DJs or different music so 
I think it is a great festival still, and it it, even though it's lost a bit of its obviously charm because it's gone so big, there's still a lot to be said. And she's out of ball, and I'd love to be back there now. Yeah, yeah. So that's the <laughs> bottom line, really. Like. Well, it's it's uh, it's funny, really, because like everyone has to have their first festival that they go to. Everyone has to have yeah, their yeah. first electric picnic. So it's kind of <coughs> it's hard to people of a certain age, especially, and uh, people get kind of like, oh, look at all the eighteen-year-olds, and it's like get over it like you were that age as well like yeah you know. yeah you and were just they, yeah. they're just lucky now it's at least they have electric yeah. picnic to go to instead of oxygen i suppose exactly. or one of those kind of exactly. horrible ones you know exactly um so what you've you said that the spatio tent was like one of your highlights but was there anything else that really stood out to you um what else no this is a really bad question considering the condition of me <laughs> um i think that was really good i liked what the guys in the glass house as i mentioned did there was a couple of like nooks and crannies like I mean a simple thing obviously I went to see them because they're my friends and I know some of them but like uh, Christiana was doing a gig with mm. um, Mary Beth Eve and a big and a cool band from um, West Cork based Dan from Shukra was in them now yeah, and people like that yeah so yeah. They, I just went to see them just like to kind of like meet Christiana like and I said oh, I'll see them for 20 minutes I'll go to something else but I was stuck there for an hour and a half on Friday because <laughs> they were so good Yeah. and like it was just nice vibe lit in the trailer park a camper van thing ca- caravan and uh, I went to see them on Sunday again for another <laughs> hour I saw most deaf I've seen him before and it was quite like he's not exactly one to go banging out the hits but I really enjoyed <laughs> it because his voice got across well good. Uh, quite a succinct set but um, I enjoyed that. Like there was a lot of other big stuff that I'd seen a million times. Like <laughs> Jurassic Five, I've seen tons of times. They're brilliant. Uh, loads of big artists like Underworld. Uh, Grace Jones, obviously. But I was on a bit of a on, on a bit of a lost track at that stage. <laughs> I'd lost records in my car. But I, I heard Grace Jones, and I'd seen her at Electric Green a few years ago. And it was one of the best gigs I've ever seen. So I've no surprise that everyone's talking about Grace Jones after the weekend. Um, but other highlights, hmm, hard to know really. I think that was uh, oh yeah DJ Mac I mean I mentioned him but his like he he trawled through the history of like disco funk and early house and a kind of a breaks set uh, DJ set that was incredible there was no one really there but it was it was class and uh, watching him do that I I really enjoyed I, I again I, I wasn't going to stay around but I stayed around for that whole set because I, I was really into it but yeah but a lot of the fun. Uh, was just like meeting friends and the usual mm. party party stuff and just vibing out like you know so um just to finish up um what's what's next for you and the label and everything i'm glad i actually saw stuff at the picnic this year because i remember doing one of these about four years ago and i actually had seen not one thing <laughs> for the whole weekend it was so embarrassing um yeah well we have a couple of things on our label it's ian ring and myself have soul jams we have a single done with Christiana for ages that we we did the other day. I'm trying to release it, but we want to get a, get a couple of more done first. We have one recorded with um, a US singer, Jesse Boykins, that we're going to get someone else to record now. And um, we have a couple of other things ready to rock. I'm, I'm, I have another label that I'm involved in, Anim, and we're releasing a Tommy KD album. He was up at the picnic too. Um, and there's another kind of a development project that I'm involved in with... Um, with a couple of people that I'm going to be announcing soon. I'm starting a new night in the path soon on a Saturday, and I'm also doing this thing for Indie Cork, which is like a kind of like a celebration of soul music. It's like an audio-visual thing with hoping to get some live singers, visuals, yeah. and I'm going to do it like more or less live in the decks with some samples. I'm gonna. I've written. I'm writing it at the moment, but I'm I'm going to probably get someone with a, a good voice like Christiana to narrate it. Um, and I'm thinking of take, taking that forward to other places. I'm also going to do a vinyl love exhibition of some hip-hop covers that I've been collecting and some other little bits and pieces. So loads, really. I want to do a documentary as well. Maybe the sole thing I can put as a radio documentary or even the vinyl love documentary, mm. which I started last year, but I'm just not getting getting done. But doing loads of writing and producing and just trying to just get loads of stuff done. But what actually gets done is the big question. Hi folks, Ono Sullivan here again. If you're still with us, thanks a lot for listening. You can get in contact with us on Twitter at TPOE blog. Ashling is at A-I-S-O-O-O-O-O, Ashu. And Keelan is Keelan J. Shore on Twitter. Uh, you can email us, thepointofeverything at gmail.com or 
you know, whatever other way you want to um, get in contact with us. You can, you can listen to the show on SoundCloud, MixCloud. It's up on iTunes as well. Uh, tell all your friends. Coming up next week, we have a special on sounds from a safe harbor. Sounds from a safe harbor? Sounds of a safe harbor? Sounds from a safe harbor we'll go with. Uh, the new Cork Festival, which sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun next weekend. So if you're in Cork, uh, you might see one of us or all three of us hanging around and watching all of the music. So tune in next week for that one. Um, I'll hopefully also be talking to uh, Ray from Debarras earlier in the week. Uh, there's also a festival next weekend down in Clonakilty. Clonakilty International Guitar Festival so I'm going to talk with Ray over the weekend hopefully and that should be up very early in the week I'm hoping to get that up on Monday for you guys so if, hopefully if you're living in Cork you'll get to one of those festivals both are going to be great really good lineups so we're not finished yet coming up next we have Keelan uh, who was at Electric Picnic over the weekend talking to you Ashling, who was at End of the Road, and they give their uh, opinions, I guess, on each festival and how they got on and their thoughts and, and uh, yeah, what, what's next. So you're going to hear Keelan talking first. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. We were both separately at different festivals this year uh, or this weekend, myself at Electric Picnic and Ashling at End of the Road in, well, in England. I'm not really too sure whereabouts it is. I don't really know where it was either. It's <laughs> like... I, I was at Electric Picnic and I didn't know where I was either. <laughs> For completely different reasons though. Hmm. Um, it was really near a place called Salisbury. But I think the whole point of it, like, you know, when, when I was there, like I had no, like I remember arriving and I had no coverage. And I said to one of the girls working there, I was like, oh, so does the phone coverage like pick up when the festival starts? And she was like, no, it changes with the wind. Hmm. And I went, okay, so I really am at the end of the road. But it's like, you get a train from Bristol to Salisbury, it's been an hour away and you get a bus for 45 minutes and you really are in the middle of nowhere it's great so that's where i was excellent um it was your first year going i know that you were working there a little bit did you get to catch any music i saw so much music it was so nice because i was working i was doing Irish liaison at a stage which meant i was interacting with a lot of the bands um and but that's something you love I do like talking to bands because they're very, they, they make me, when, especially when they make music I like, it's it's nice just to be like, well, you're a person too, you know? Um, yeah, I I worked at a stage, but like it, every stage had a mega, mega great lineup. Um, our one was a tent, it was called The Big Top. Um, we had people like Pond and Mets and Wand and all of like the one syllable band names one syllable <laughs> post-punk <laughs> yeah uh girl pool were there x hex not the xx as everyone keeps asking me with my thick uh cork accent yeah but i got to see these things i actually just went to see myself where uh one waters was amazing on the friday because he's like charmingly terribly good you know it's it's all very simple um songwriting but he's just such a little charmer that it's brilliant he's on uh, capture tracks um and is good friends with mac DeMarco. i think mac might have produ- might be producing his new album or has produced his new album i saw mac DeMarco. that was mind-blowing i got to watch it from the press pit so i didn't have to deal with all of the 18 to 22 year old males who are dressed like him <laughs> i didn't go see him at electric picnic for sort of the well nothing to do with the 18 to 22 year old males the amount of people at electric picnic was off-putting enough to like not go see mac DeMarco. and you know that i'm quite a big fan of his but i was playing it wasn't your moment though i get that it yeah. wasn't your moment with mac yet and that's fine i totally understand that <clears throat> what was your moment of end of the road was it mac DeMarco? There's one of the songs on his new album because he brought out an EP about two weeks ago um, and he did a lot of stuff off that. So he's like a keyboard player with him now as well who was just looked miserable. <laughs> he was just chain smoking for the entire gig. What? Male in band looks miserable. <laughs> Surprising. I know the really cute thing was that people kept throwing lit cigarettes at the stage <laughs> and when they landed in the kind of press pit, photo pit, people were just picking them up and started smoking them. <laughs> but no, uh, there's a bit, uh, he does... Um, there's one of the songs called The Way You'd Love Her and there's one of the guitar chords in it which is just beautiful and when he played that I was just like a bit a bit uh, melty but what were the moments? Um, there was a lot of like from what my understanding of End of the Road is it seems quite quaint and um, I mean End of the Road and what you're saying about it being out of the way and from what Gary was saying last week about it being a very like an artist's festival that they like to hang around in 
Um, did you get to see any of these kind of little moments that Gary was talking about of you know people doing something that you wouldn't see at a normal festival? I saw Tame Impala play football on the Thursday night because they were like they were there early and that was a beautiful thing and then they were like playing darts later so it was just like a really like they like just seeing they were just at the festival too. Um, one of the beautiful things that happened and I missed it just because I was inside working but was uh, is it Sam is the main guy in Future Islands? Yes, I think so. He wanted so in in the garden stage, which is like the second biggest stage. There was like this like walkie talkie thing just but right next to the dressing rooms, and the other side of it was like in the woods. So you could they could like fans could talk into the thing and talk to the people who were in the dressing rooms oh, or whatever. Cool. It was a bit creepy because I was like, what? The, where the fuck's that coming from? But apparently, Sam from Future Islands wandered by and just started singing into this walkie talkie thing so whoever and apparently I heard people who were at the other end but he was singing for about five minutes and I missed it all but it's that moment there are those moments where Sam from Future Islands floating around singing to people he didn't actually have a, a walkie that was just his voice <laughs> <laughs> just that expensive yeah um, I agree but it was just it was just one of those festivals where um, it was quite luxurious it felt really like grand like they had um, a really fancy gin and tonic bar, which was supposed to be amazing. I didn't get there for so I don't know why I didn't get mm. there, but I just didn't. Ashing um, gin, on, gin and tonic over here and never made it to the gin, gin and tonic stage. You know, <laughs> gin and tonic stage. <laughs> <laughs> you know how my electric picnic went anyway. <laughs> um, but I did uh, one thing I did try, which was beautiful, was hot cider, especially because mm. it was really cold there and hot cider is just the most tasty thing in the world but no they're not the things i want to talk about. yeah we're just talking about beer now and beer alcohol now, and that's not the point of the festival the festival is about having these really special moments now i really didn't ex- get to experience loads of them because i was working so much but you know laura merling played at this garden stage and like um the garden stage isn't that big you know it's like it's in this corner and that used to be the main stage before they got the kind of even the main stage isn't that big um but laura merling was the headliner on the sunday there and you know you could probably fit maybe like i don't know the numbers but it was it's quite a small intimate thing and the barriers and too far away from the stage like so you're right up in her face and um i didn't see it but i heard it was absolutely beautiful like there's those moments um and it's just about i don't know it's about creating those like i remember like i was wandering around the woods on the saturday night and it's a bit like the woods is very like body and soul in that sense where there's art everywhere and there is kind of they have like all these tiny miniature people in the trees mm. that you have to kind of go for. And then there was like this one, because it's, it's in this place called Larmer Tree Gardens where there's like, there's peacocks there. There's a peacock family with baby peacocks, which Gary didn't warn me about, which are <laughs> beautiful. Um, Gary had no interest in the peacocks. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny because they, like, they live by the garden stage. So you just see them like walking in front of the garden stage and everyone was there like watching Fuzz and Ty Seagal like <laughs> ripping it on the drums. And they're like, oh, look, baby peacocks. <laughs> That was it me. was it more so is body and soul the thing it was most like then if you were to put it in context of an irish festival oh in some tiny senses like if the feeling was kind of the same whereas body and soul is a bit more dancey this was about i don't know it was like the two the two extremes of it were like folk and kind of fuzzy guitars mm. you know it was kind of like a kind of a balance between that there wasn't like there was one kind of dj stage as such there was like a silent disco with like really cheesy kind of stuff on where you could go and just dance your ass off and have fun. So I, I, I love Body and Soul. I think it's brilliant, but it's, they're very different feelings there. Okay. This was just, it was very relaxed, very beautiful and just very nourishing. Oh, love nourishing. That's a yeah. lovely word for a festival. I was at Electric Picnic. I'll start with the positives because I just, I don't want to, I've been to so many years of it now. I kind of I went to see like festival favorites. Mm. Um, I didn't go to the main stage. I saw a tiny bit of Blur, who everyone had different opinions on it. Mm. Um, a lot of people said it was really crap and and crowded. And I just thought, you know, Blur is what Blur is. Blur is re- a, they're a crowded band. They're a band you go to and you're smushed up against like ten other people, and you're all singing Park Life and clinging on for the little bit of life you have in you. They you played know? a raging like two hour set. Like I went, but I also went to a couple of other gigs in between. <laughs> Uh, I really enjoyed Blur. I'm very surprised. That was the only thing I saw on the main stage, um, apart from lying down at Jurassic F- 5 in a heap. I heard really good things about Jurassic 5, that they had like giant fake turntables and stuff, and that was a really fun show. Yeah, they put on a really great show. I 
I'll admit that I missed most of it because I was just lying down feeling sorry for myself. But <laughs> it, it, it was a really good show from where I was lying. Um, Girl Brand obviously brought a great show again. Villagers was, w- I've seen them so many times and yet this was one of the most beautiful times that I saw them. Connor sat everyone down just before I think they played Hot Scary Summer and just the sight of seeing a full tent at Electric Picnic of people sitting down and really really intently listening was really lovely um, Natalie Press on the Body and Soul stage was uh, amazing again I'm a bit of a fanboy um, and the best thing that I saw all weekend I was with about 15 other people watching um, DJ Mech from Scary Era doing his scratch DJing and we went along on the Sunday night and it was this is what I felt was missing from Electric Picnic was that you had 45,000 people and you still had only 15 people at DJ Mech doing probably the best show of the whole weekend so these kind of little weird things got lost in the kind of Spotify area and the um yeah the electric ireland area and i kept joking that you know next year we're all going to be playing the irish water stage um so yeah i felt there was something but then again as i said this could just be i've been going for like eight years um mixed reviews on the whole thing it is what you make of it at the same time and lord knows i made a negative mess of the whole thing oh the best really, really, really good thing that every, if you get a chance to be involved in it, Despazio Tent or Despazio mm-hmm. as a show. It's um, James Murphy from LCD Sound System and uh, the two soul wax, Stefan and David Dewell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have you heard about it? Do you know what it is? Yes, I do. I do. I know that it's um, it's a purpose built um, uh, tent room area for just for disco. And pretty the, much and disco you have speakers kind of facing in at you so mm-hmm. that you've got and you were, you were saying to me yesterday that because uh, we do talk outside of this podcast <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> um that it's like it was the kind of was it was the level where it felt really strong but you could still t- have a normal conversation with people around you and that's such a difficult thing especially at festivals to do yeah yeah but it's built for the festival circuit it wasn't initially built for the festival circuit what they put it on i think it was in manchester and it was in more like a large community hall kind of area a dance hall an old kind of english dance hall and what they did was they purposely built like eight to ten um amazingly big fine-tuned speakers uh, that are all on the outside of the audience the the crowd dance on the inside and they have this amazing huge disco ball hmm. Um, and their lighting engineer sits next to them so that like, you know, when the climax of the song happens, the, the whole room lights up in this like amazing light. It's really like a great experience and why I missed most of Saturday night because <laughs> I pretty much, I went in there for about 10 minutes and I stayed for, I don't know, I lost track of time, but around five hours, I think. <laughs> um, they played a lot of like, you know, really nice disco stuff and it was that's that was the kind of thing that I love about Electric Picnic, those kind of areas. And well, so they, I really like, enjoyed the that. thing is is that like with this whole sponsorship thing is like they need the money to do that and sometimes getting that money from people means you have to have a fucking e-light section you have to have so it's like that's that's the whole debate with electric painting at the moment it's like um because they had quite a weird lineup this year in terms of like there was mm-hmm. like you there was all your obvious things as well but they had people like Mets and Via Kong playing mm-hmm. who like would play the Workmen's Club or Whelan's in Dublin you know they wouldn't be a massive band and it was great to see that but like it's you know they need the money to do those things yeah entirely it's a it's a bit it's a trade-off and i guess if this is like your first or second year going to electric picnic then you probably wouldn't have noticed mm. that jump mm. um and so i don't know for me it was a bit unfortunate it's not something i'm that's going to stop me from going ever again even though i did say that yesterday i've rethought my position <laughs> but it is definitely a big change and stuff like uh, florence and the machine on the sunday got a huge crowd and like amazing crowd but it meant that sort of on the sunday of body and soul which w- you would usually find being the kind of chill out wind down area of electric picnic was very quiet for the gigs that i saw there um mm. like surprisingly quiet and those areas in the body and soul air really give electric picnic it's um it's i don't know what what the word you use it's it's characteristic i guess is that it's kind of it has a holistic approach to the whole festival mm. in that it's all one thing and there's different types of people but they all connect together and that felt separate this time because you had your body and soul crowd that dwindled and then you had your sort of dancier drinkier crowd and then you had your kind of pop people who who stood at the main stage for the whole thing 
it felt a little bit odd to me but um i guess if people are listening and they have any of their own sort of input on how they got along at electric picnic because apparently everybody in the world was there um you can get in contact and tell us what you think all, um, all 50,000 of our listeners were there <laughs> yeah if you're uh, <laughs> what 150th of our listenership uh, or of electric picnic scores then you can get in touch um because i don't want to i'm sh- i know that everybody had a great time and it really comes down to your your sort of personal approach to festivals and the the kind of huge festivals are never my favorite kind of one so uh, yeah definitely get in touch um what i'll say just to finish up about end of the road was that like you know end of the road had a lot of the same headliners as electric picnic and obviously didn't have as vast a um a lineup but none of the bands i saw were bad every band was really fucking good mm-hmm. um and like it's doable they only had 15,000 people there and it's a thing of like uh figuring out how to do sponsorship without without having to brand it everywhere because i don't know if, i don't really know what they did in that sense but if there was sponsorship at the end of the road you didn't know about it mm-hmm. you had no idea what was going on because it was all they had like just really good people there really good stalls really good food um even good shopping i went shopping on the <laughs> on the saturday and got like a really nice jumper for 10 pounds and um but like it's all doable it's just it's just all about the crowd you want to bring and i think that um if you want to go and see a beautiful part of england and just be around really lovely people for a weekend next september then i would recommend going to end of the road and I think the early bird tickets are on sale now. I think they went on sale the next day. They I did, think, and yeah. they sold out of their first tier already. Wow. Because that's how much people <clears throat> love it. I So, okay, that's a, from both of us, I think that's a recommendation for End of the Road. I think I would probably <laughs> choose that. P.O.E. for life.